Las acciones dicen más que las palabras. Abre el Pro Access Tailgate disponible de la nueva Ford F-150. Sí, una puerta oscilatoria de fácil acceso para convertir su cama en tu nuevo taller. Conecta tus herramientas al Pro Power Onboard disponible. Ya sea que necesites soldar o cortar madera, con la F-150 puedes. Fuerza así de inteligente, solo puede ser F-150. Construida con orgullo Ford. Pro Access Tailgate disponible en la primavera de 2024. This is episode 63. That's Cornelius. I'm McGee. And we always start in the same place, my friend. What are we smoking? Today we are smoking the one off by Illusion. I love this cigar. It's one of my favorites. Illusion founder Dion Giolito. Or is it Giolito? I'm, I'm guessing it's the second pronunciation. Giolito. Giolito. That sounds Italian. It is. It, well, it sounds Italian. You're yeah. right. Um, <laughs> I'm going to assume it is, but I might be wrong. There's other languages that end in vowels. Yeah. It, 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 he said that he had a chance to create an uh, impetus of the brand, the Illusion brand, and they believe that they achieved it. It's available in eight formats. And we're smoking the double Corona today. By the way, it has a Nicaraguan leaf. You're going to experience some bourbon undernotes, some yeah. sweetnesses, some black licorice, cedar, a lot of stuff going on with this cigar. I can't wait to dig into it. What do you need? Do you need a cutter? No, I already cut it. Oh, okay. You need a lighter? I just need a lighter. Boom. <laughs> Those are the two important parts. Yep. This is one of my favorite cigars. Like I went way out of the way to get these for us. You did? You actually went to... All right, well, if I was going to have an office for a cigar brand, mm-hmm. or really any brand <laughs> for that mm-hmm. matter, I would put it inside of a cigar shop also. Mm-hmm. I think Lucion guys are brilliant because in Reno, Nevada, there's a cigar shop. No no alcohol like here. It's just mm-hmm. so it's not like a lounge, just a shop. Yeah. They do have a nice little espresso maker and you know, etc. But it's a gorgeous little shop called um Fumar. Mm-hmm. Um and sort of a uh, loft style second floor mm-hmm. is where the offices of Lucion mm-hmm. exists. So basically they get to smoke cigars in their office. Yeah. You know, and didn't have to get like you know, special permits or anything. Right, right, you know, right. like it, it really is a nice setup. It's mm-hmm. really a nice setup. Um, I was in Squaw Valley for my sister's wedding in beginning of December, mm-hmm. um, which is near um, near Lake Tahoe, just up, up above Lake Tahoe a little mm-hmm. bit. And so I flew in and out of Reno, mm-hmm. and I spent a night in Reno, stayed at the Pepper Mill, had a lovely time. Really nice. I hadn't been there in like 15 years. They redid the place, and it's stunning. Mm-hmm. But I hopped to my rental car. I went over to mm-hmm. Fumar. I, I saw all eight of their offerings. They had. They also have a Maduro. They have a darker, darker. a darker offering, mm-hmm. and they have a couple different sizes. But I went with this one, and I got a box so that we could have one on the podcast. Yeah. And um, everybody was super nice to me. A lot of like older gentlemen with really big beards in this place. Like it was very, it was, it was 
Like if you were, if somebody ever said like, imagine what a cigar shop in, in Reno might look like, yeah. they would nail it. Like That's you would nail it. it. You know, it looked, it was perfectly <laughs> on brand. And, um, yeah. So I, I brought back some one-offs so you could try them because mm-hmm. you had it and I like them a lot. Mm-hmm. I had them for the first time after the Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival two years ago, mm-hmm. right when they were, right when they were announced, right when they were, they came out and, um, haven't, they're, they're pretty hard to find. They don't, I, I want to say he said 48, but maybe he said 58. But there's only, that's how many stores in the United States carry one off. Wow. Like a lot of stores that carry Lucion didn't, you know, didn't have enough space to take on the whole shelf, mm-hmm. or to commit a whole shelf to one off. And right, so right. they were very selective about what, where they ended up. Um, they're very specific that, you know, that they want, um, they want all eight facings, I believe. Mm-hmm. And rightfully so. He it's explained a, it to me. Yeah, it's a beautiful, t- it's a, it's just a great cigar. Yeah. So it's a little past mild. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like it's a mild yeah. to, to, to beyond medium plus, right? Yeah. Um, it's, I like that little sweet aftertaste. It's just a touch mm-hmm. and it goes away pretty quick, but it's, I like that, you know, mm-hmm. whereas some cigars will have a little pepper to them. This is a sweeter side of, as far as that tingle. And I dig that. I dig it's that. It's kind of like that bourbon and licorice that I spoke about. Yeah, exactly. When you, you said that, that because that's my weakness. Like, I don't really know how to label the taste, some tasting mm-hmm. very well when, mm-hmm. I'm, when I'm talking mm-hmm. about cigars. Um, mm-hmm. Soon as you said that out loud, I was right. like, oh, that explains it. Oh, yeah, I get exactly, it now. Exactly. I understand what I'm tasting yeah, a exactly. little bit better once you pointed it out. And then a lot of times your palate just hasn't, like, you know, like one thing for sure that we definitely understood from our podcast last week with Patrick Potter from Tobacco Cigars is that having a trained palate is, you know, I mean, it's it's like the biggest thing in blending cigars. Yeah. You know, having a trained palate. I mean, I, I can taste something and, you know, maybe I've never tasted that before. Maybe I don't know what I'm tasting. Maybe I'm, like, trying to figure it out. And I'm like, um, I don't know. This tastes like baboon butt. I don't know. Yeah. You know, I got no idea what yeah. it is I'm tasting, you know. Mm, bamboo butt. <laughs> that's kind of, that's a, that's a, that's a brand name. It'd be a really bad name for, or it'd, be, or it'd be a really good name for a really bad rock band. Yeah. Or a really bad name for a really good rock band, one or the other. But. I'm going to write that down, baboon butt. <laughs> that's going to that's be your new cigar? No, I just, think, by Neo. I just think, I don't know, for a business idea, I'm going to write that down, baboon butt. They're the ones that got the real orange looking butt, right? You red looking butt. Yeah, it's colored. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah there yeah. you go, baboon butt. I like that. Yeah, there you go. That could be your new like your new alternate alternate term instead of curse words. What if I came out? You know, you're full of baboon butt. Yeah, there you go. Because I don't curse, but you know the thing is, is I think that could be a good name for a cigar. I don't know if I would smoke a baboon butt. But if you did, and you said, what is your favorite, what is the favorite cigar you ever put in your mouth, son? And they said, baboon butt, sir. <laughs> there you go. I'm telling you, it it, roll, it just, it, it, it has, it has connections there. We can sit down. We're pretty good at naming things. Yeah. We, we spent an hour naming this podcast. We you did. know what I mean? We, we 
I imagine that we could come up with a much better name for a cigar than Baboomba. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm just, we, that, throw... that could be our starting point. Okay. All right. That's the leader in the, the clubhouse. We'll okay. All right. We'll, 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 we'll shelf that for right now, but we'll come back to it. But just understand that there's a very short list of one right now, Baboomba. <laughs> All right. So uh, this is episode 63. It's good that we're in a good mood today. Because we lost money on the season. We, we just lost. I, it, there's no way to break that down. We read it wrong. We, you you know, know what? If the game was one more quarter, I bet you we would have won the game because they I, were coming back. They were they oh, were playing well. Oh yeah. They were. It was a good. It was a good game. It was two well matched teams. We were on the wrong side of it. We, we definitely were. We'll talk about that in a second. In fact. Let's talk about two other things, and then okay. take a break, and then we'll talk about the NFL. Yeah. All right? Mm-hmm. First off, this kind of is about the NFL, too, but okay. it's episode 63. Mm-hmm. The most famous person to wear 63 as an athlete was Gene Upshaw, who I didn't even know played football. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just knew him as the president of the NFL Players Association for, right. like, 20 years. Long time. Right? Yeah. Um, turns out he's a Hall of Famer, six-time Pro Bowler. He won the Super Bowl a couple times. Before that, he won an AFL championship mm-hmm. all as part of the Oakland Raiders. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, and when you hear about iconic Oakland Raiders that have played the game, you don't really hear of Gene Upshaw. No. Well, you don't really. You know, history is quick to forget the linemen. Yeah, you know the unheralded hero of the NFL is the linemen. They're the ones that hurt the most in the morning when they got to get out of bed. They're the ones that hurt the most at night when they're trying to go to bed. You know what I mean? Both offensive and defensive linemen. So everybody out there, hug a lineman. All right, they deserve it. All right, they deserve deserve some 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 appreciation. Some you know, I said it. Hug a lineman. (laughs) My new cause. Um, yeah, so there's that. And then the other uh-huh. thing we got to talk about is, did you watch the national championship Monday night? I did not get a chance okay. to. Well, let's just get to the important part. Working the floor, yeah. Let's get to the important part. Last week on the podcast that I did with Tim Nebraska. Yes. I told him that I bet LSU minus six and immediately regretted it. And mm. I thought it was the wrong bet. I was... Wrong and thinking it was wrong because that was easy money. They, you were right, then you were wrong. No, I, you I were was right, but then, then I was, was wrong, wrong in thinking you were, that my rightness was wrong. And then you were right again because you won. In the end, I got paid. There you go. And two rights, and whoever says two rights don't. <laughs> two rights do not make a wrong. Two wrongs do not make a right, but yeah. three lefts do make a right. There you go. Um, but the other thing, too. Hold on a second. I gotta yeah. write that down, yeah. too. Three Jeez, we're coming up with a lot of good yeah. stuff today. Three All I'm doing is right. quoting old comedy movies from the 80s that I can't remember the, which, <laughs> which quote comes from which movie. Okay. Um, <laughs> but the other thing is, on mm-hmm. that podcast with Tim Nebraska, Timmy and I were both saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. The move is to bet the over. Mm-hmm. And the over was 69 and a half. Now, I hesitated, and the next morning I went to go do it, mm-hmm. and it was 70 and a half. And so I was like, no, I'm not going to do it. I didn't, I wasn't even, 69 and a half was like my threshold. Right? Mm-hmm. The game ended at 67. Mm-hmm. So it worked out. I, I you know, I, I, my hesitation enabled me to not place the, a losing wager. 
Nice. And I hit on the I hit on the spread. So I'm not as mad about what happened Sunday night because of what happened on Monday night. Short memory. Yeah. Short memory. Yeah, I just, you know, get grief. I just just thought Well, obviously, you know, when it comes to Green Bay, oh well. Oh well is right. You know, of course, I don't want them to, yeah, you know, being a Bears fan, it's kind of hard, you know, but, uh, but, you know, that brings us to this week. And, and, you know, as we get ready to dive into this week, we got two games. Yeah, it's 14. Short and, short and sweet. Short and sweet. Yeah. But, um, I think, uh, I think, I don't know. I might, the Neil Locks might have to be put on lock only because <laughs> even my. We're still up. You witnessed, you witnessed my, my, my poker play this weekend. Well, I heard that the, the, what I didn't witness was quite opposite. Well. I heard, I heard you had one really, really good night and then one <laughs> not so good night. I saw the not so good uh, night. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. One good, one bad. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to I don't know. When it comes to poker play, I think you want to stack up as many goods as possible. True. But the goal is to be able to build the bankroll to a point mm-hmm. where when you have a bad night, it doesn't ruin your month. You'll you know it. what I yeah. mean? Like, that's the nature of bankroll management. Mm-hmm. And that's what been a reoccurring theme in our conversation about the Neil Locks. Like, yes, we lost this past weekend, but we're still up point one five x so, we're not losing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we were able, now we're going to have to reach into our pocket and risk a little this week, mm-hmm. but that's okay. Man, well, if we won good win and we're, we're in a good place going into the Super Bowl. I'm go. not betting on the Pro Bowl. I've yeah. done it before. I'm not <laughs> doing it again. I rethink. Uh, I mean, the Pro Bowl, the uh, All Star games, the, all well, of that. I'll, I'll give you a little hint. In the NBA, you always bet the over in the All-Star game. <laughs> yeah. All right? Because nobody plays the <laughs> Right, right. Trust right. me. They keep raising the number every year, and it still hits every It still year. goes. Yeah. But what's interesting, a big, one of the most interesting parts about this, um, about this weekend's games is who's in it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't think the Packers would be in it mm-hmm. because they're, they're the worst 13-win 13, 13 team ever. And I didn't think the... Um, I certainly didn't think the Titans would be in it because they're the Titans. You know what I mean? Like, I just, they had a tough draw. They went through New England and Baltimore, right? New England, at the beginning of the year, Baltimore. At the beginning of the year, we were talking about whether or not New England has the best defense in the history of football. After like five, six games, that that was the conversation. Right. Um, Right. It's crazy. And then Baltimore literally had an historic offense. Like, it's amazing the Titans are in it. Where did I put that lighter? Oh, I, I took it. Okay. <laughs> there you go. All right. Um, yeah. You know, how many true Titan fans do you know? I used to date a girl from Tennessee. Yeah. So one. One. She had, like, the pink Vince Young Titans jersey. Uh, it was kind mm-hmm. of annoying. We once went to a Titans at Buccaneers game because uh-huh. we were living in Tallahassee. I'm a Buccaneers fan. And so I was like, hey, why don't I take you down, all this stuff? Mm-hmm. And she just, like, made a scene and talked shit to, like, Buccaneers fans and stuff the whole time oh, to the man. point that I didn't want to, like, take her to an event anymore. 
Honestly, I didn't even really want to date her anymore after that play. Uh That was like, of all my relationships, that's the one that ended in the most volcanic, historic, like, like bananas shit ever, you know? Like the house got trashed the whole nine yards. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. It was really bad. I bet you if I dug through an old hard drive or two, I could find the pictures of the house. Yeah, yeah. Who are you calling? I'm, I'm I'm actually calling my only Titans fan. You have a you have like an active friendship with a Titans fan. Yeah, I do, but he's not. He, well, he, he, I know that he's he's probably doesn't even want to talk about it until probably. You know. He's just drinking. <laughs> he's probably already started drinking for next yeah, weekend. Uh, <laughs> his name is Byron. Byron and I, I, I know your you, friend Byron. You know Byron? Yeah, Byron. Let me tell you, man. He is Titans through and through, and. Oh my gosh! Is he I mean, from Nashville? Yeah, he's from oh, he's from t- he's from Tennessee. That explains it. And you know, I gave him a lot of crap. I was you know, and I'm like, wow, look at them. They're playing for the uh, playing for the uh, AFC Championship this week. Yeah, no, it's crazy. And we're gonna we're gonna dive into that in a second. But it's amazing that they made it. It's amazing they got through those two teams. And it's, I mean, it's kind of amazing to me that the Packers are even in it. Like, I, there was a point, even in December, mm-hmm. that I thought the Vikings were going to somehow take that division and the Packers might not even make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And not only do they make the playoffs, they got the bye. Right. And then they, they had a very tough draw in having to play the, the Seahawks after that bye. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just shocked. Now, I think, we'll get into it in a second, but I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. this is where the story ends for them. In fact, let's take the break real quick. Okay. And then we'll just bang through these two games. Mm-hmm. It'll go, you know, we'll use, it'll be symmetric. Pre-game picking, after game picking. Absolutely. You know what I mean. So, if you guys are ever in Denver, Colorado, got just the place for you to hang out. In the Capitol Hill area. Capitol Hill is just east of the Capitol building. Mm-hmm. Um, it has uh, two um, concert halls, the Fillmore and the Ogden. And we are ways right between that on the longest road in the United States. Did you know that? Colfax, Colfax is the longest is road. The longest oh, yeah, because it's 40. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. 40 goes all the way from coast to coast, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Pert near. Pert near is So we are right on the longest road in the United States, right on Colfax. 919 East Colfax. That's right. 919 East Colfax Ave. It is Capital Cigars. 600 plus selections in the humidor, whatever you're into smoking, it's here. Absolutely. Fantastic staff ready to make you whatever you like, full bar. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's, a, it's a great place to spend an afternoon or an evening. Um, Come on through. down. Yeah. Capital Cigars, 919 East Colfax in Denver, Colorado. We're back. Here we are. Back. We never didn't really go anywhere. No. We're, uh, we're still sitting here. Hey, big ups to um, <clears throat> the... Colorado Cigar Aficionado group on Facebook. Just want to put that out there. I was able to talk to the moderator this uh, week. Um, um, he's going to be in on our podcast here in the next few weeks. Oh, cool. Very cool. And um, <clears throat> we got a bunch of stuff going on with the podcast. Exactly. Nice exactly. I'm excited. And uh, Colorado Cigar Aficionado is one of the largest groups in Colorado. Uh, for cigar smokers. Very so cool. If you're listening to this and you're a member of Cigar- Colorado Cigar Aficionado, thanks for listening. And let all the other members know that we gave them a little shout-out. Tell yeah, them to listen up. Absolutely. From what I hear, uh, we'll be posting our um, podcast 
on the group page. While we're like talking about Facebook, something that I haven't <laughs> used in a long time, but uh-huh. our 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 marketing guru Tyler mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. has hooked us up with a little Facebook page. We're gonna link it to the Instagram page. We're mm-hmm. gonna be putting announcements, events. I mean about about the the podcast coming out every week. We're gonna mm-hmm. do some events that we'll promote through both. It'll be it'll be cool. It'll be very cool. Awesome. So um, yeah, things are happening. <laughs> things are very much happening around here. Awesome. Um, so let's get into. The happenings of the week, which is the championship games. Are they both on Sunday, or do they do one Saturday, one Sunday? Um, I think they're the same day. Yeah, I think they're the same day. They must both be on Sunday. Both on Sunday? Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't think that they'd be separate. Well, they would tell us on the line if they were separate dates, yeah. Yeah. So I think they have both Sunday. I, I don't know which game's early and which game's late, but I guess it doesn't matter. Let's go in alphabetical order. Right. Let's start with the AFC Championship, and then we'll talk about the NFC Championship. Yeah, and they're both Sunday at 105 and Sunday at 440. So the Sweet. first one is going to be at 105 um, p.m. on Sunday. The 19th is the Titans and the Chiefs. So the NFL is going in alphabetical order, too. It's not just us. That's right. That's cool. So the Titans and the Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs by uh, minus seven and a half. Man, if that was seven, I would just right away chop a finger off and wager it on really? on the Chiefs. The the half makes me scared. I don't know if it should. I mean, the Titans. All right, first off, before we go any further, like applause for the Titans. Man. Yes. You guys have had a hell of a year. Mm-hmm. Nobody thought like like nobody thought you guys would do this well. It's not even like anybody's hating on you in any way. It's just mm-hmm. it's just a shock. It's a surprise. Right. You know, right. um, they've had a great year. Tannehill has resuscitated his career. Uh, I just, I mean, I think he's really happy to not be a Dolphin. I think Mike Vrabel is the right coach for them, obviously. It's working. Um, they got a great line, a fantastic running back. They sneaky got some good receivers, right? They got a little, they got some athletes. Mariota's finally settled into his, uh, position as a backup. Yeah. <laughs> I think the defense is, uh, hey, we're got a, it's got an attitude like, hey, we're right. one of the best. Right. Even whether they are or not, who cares? Because they think they are. Mm-hmm. And that's good. <laughs> that's what you want, right. you know? Um, and no matter what happens, even if all that fails, you got the biggest beast of a running back. Yeah, he's a monster. Jeez, I mean, yeah. that guy is big, man. I And they're smart about their pro, their offensive approach to games where they try to run the ball with that guy and yeah. hold the ball and run the clock. It's an old school kind of football, approach mm-hmm. to playing football, right? Mm-hmm. But the Chiefs are really good. Yeah. Like Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL, mm-hmm. I think. And he's in that conversation of, you know, couple best, right? Mm-hmm. I think he's the best. And he's surrounded by weapons on offense. So they can always score when they have to. I think he's the best quarterback left in the um, playoffs. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, maybe historically out of these four, yes. it'll be Aaron Rodgers. We don't know if Patrick Mahomes is going to have the career yeah, Aaron Rodgers. He's a few years, right? But, like, literally yeah. this season and this weekend. Today, yeah. right now. Yeah, Patrick yeah. Mahomes. I mean, mm-hmm. Garoppolo, Jimmy Jesus is pretty good. Yeah. But but Patrick Mahomes has done – he's demonstrated mm-hmm. how good he is more exactly. often. Exactly. Yeah, I I I just think that – now, I, 
granted, the Kansas City defense is their weakness mm-hmm. as a team. On that team, I mean, but they seem to step up when they really have to, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that Kansas City Chiefs will cover the seven and a half. Now, I kind of had to talk myself into it a little bit, but I still think they're going to do it. I think they're going to do it. I think they're going to win. I don't know about double digits or what, but mm-hmm. I think they're going to win by substantially. Right. Now, uh, last week in the podcast, I did say that between the Chiefs game and the Ravens game, that there's going to be an upset in one of these games, right? Now, here it yes, is that we're actually talking about the Chiefs. Okay. Um, for whatever the purpose or the reason is that we're giving that the Chiefs are going to cover or at the very least win this game. Tennessee has given us every reason to say that, hey, we'll upset we'll upset the Chiefs as well. True. Now, now here comes a question. Here, here comes a question. Between Kansas City and the Ravens, let's just say hypothetically, if they were playing each other this week, who would you pick? Kansas City, but I imagine I wouldn't have to pick it by a seven and a half. Right, right. Right? That'd be a two and a half kind of game. Exactly. So, to your point, I think that the Ravens had beat the Patriots in the regular season. So the Ravens were like, oh, they upset the, the Patriots. That's cute. We fucked them up. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like, bring it. Yeah. Right? The flip side is the Chiefs are saying, oh, wow, they just beat the Ravens. Mm-hmm. So like, the Chiefs aren't going to sleep. Right? They're not, hey, they're not coming off an off week. Right, mm-hmm. they played and they are ready. They're in business mode, right. Right? right? And they just saw what the film they're watching is that one of the best teams in the NFL get beat. Like they got beat by the Titans. Right. It wasn't like a crazy comeback at the end. They just yeah. eked out a victory, no. a walk off field goal, mm-hmm. none of that. Like they won the game yeah. straight up on the mm-hmm. field, dominated from the beginning. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs aren't going to take them lightly. Mm-hmm. I think the Ravens might have. Could, yeah, I have, think the Ravens right. might have slept on them a touch. It only it only takes a little. Oh, bit. Yeah. It only takes a little bit uh, less focus than a hundred and you know hundred percent. Then you're and you're in trouble. That's right. And I think there's just a touch of that. And That's I don't right. think the Chiefs will do it. I mean, the Titans had the out of the last four teams standing has had they had the worst uh, regular mm-hmm. season record. Um, the longest I, shot to win the Super Bowl going into the yeah, playoffs yeah. in Vegas. So my uh, my boxing uh, <laughs> coach when I was coming up um, in my late teens. I would never have wanted to get in the ring with you. Look at those it, fucking pants, dude. You oh, just I was, got, I, you got I, monster paws, dude. I was a spider back then. I, I was just yeah. all lean. Not, uh, yeah, oh, was, okay. Well, that I wasn't as big. I would have taken but, you out. Um, he says, you know, the one thing that you want to keep out of your opponent's hand is momentum. Mm-hmm. Don't give him momentum. Well, look, that's what that's how the Texans lost. Yeah. The Texans were smoking them. Mm-hmm. And then kicked a field goal instead of a touchdown, going for the touchdown. Gave him a, you know, they gave him a little bit of momentum. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, went for that fake punt. That didn't work. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Gave them a little bit of momentum. Next thing you know, they lost by 30 or 20 or something. Yeah. Yeah. Down 20 in the first half. 
won the game by 20. First time it's ever happened in the playoffs. As a good childhood friend, used to always call it momentum. Yes. I'm like, no, it's momentum. Momentum, that's what I said. Yeah. You don't want to give them momentum, right? Because momentum is like a whole nother, you know, you might be driving a six-speed and you're like, you know, coming up on the finish line and you're maxed out and you didn't hit the nitro and everything. Momentum is that seventh gear. That's that extra gear right. that you can't get. If you don't have, if you don't have momentum, you, you know, it's something that you have to originate on the fly. Mm-hmm. And here it is. Um, was Kansas City supposed to win um, last week? Yeah. Yes. And they were they supposed just, to win. But they were down They were down 24 points. And they did come back. 24 to 0. That's right. So is that momentum or is that momentum? I was about to say momentum. <laughs> <laughs> is that momentum or is that meeting expectation? You see what I'm saying? What it is is it shows you that... They might get punched once or twice at the mm-hmm. beginning of the fight, mm-hmm. but they're they're there for all twelve mm-hmm. rounds. It means that they're not going to take the Titans lightly, is what right. it means. Right. And like I said, as good as the Ravens were, right. I think they might have slept on the Titans a little bit. They're still kind of young. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have some vets on the team. Mark Ingram's no spring chick, mm-hmm. right? They got some vets on the team, but I just feel like. Their lack of playoff experience. They just had the one game last year. They kind of got mm-hmm. drubbed out real quick. Their lack of playoff experience, their lack of experience as a favorite yeah. or as a great team mm-hmm. really hurt them. And I don't think the Chiefs are going to mess up with that. I think the Chiefs are going to cover the spread. Win the game, definitely cover the spread, probably. Exactly. I, I, you know, I feel, I, I feel as much that the, Chiefs will come ready for ready to take care of business. Yeah. Um I think Tennessee has proven themselves to be physical. Yeah. They they you know, it's it's just it'd be different if okay, they they have other intangibles to cover areas where they might be lacking. That's the point I'm trying to make. There's just too many weapons in the Chiefs. I agree. I agree. You know what I mean? So the, yeah. yeah, they have their strengths on defense. Mm-hmm. The Titans are they're 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 not going to roll over like it's going to be a good game, mm-hmm. but they just they're going to get they got to they got to keep an eye on Kelsey and then you know oh, yeah. Hill takes off and then uh, they got to worry about that is true you that know one true. of the running backs and like Williams or one of the other running backs and then Sammy Watkins goes deep like there's just too many weapons yeah. and then when they keep an eye on that oops there goes uh, Mahomes out <laughs> of all of a sudden, scampers <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 15 yards and out of bounds I for know. a key on third down right. when they need a first down. Right? Exactly. It's, it's going to yeah. be. It's. I, I just. I can't see how they can be contained. Yeah. Let's yeah. go. Let's talk about the NFC. Okay. Uh, in the NFC, we have the Green Bay Packers versus the uh, versus the San Francisco 49ers, and the Niners also are a minus seven and a half. So both basically both home teams are the favorites mm-hmm. by a touchdown. By plus. a touchdown plus. I honestly, I, I think so poorly of the pa- uh, the Packers, and I can think of about three times where that's cost me money in the last few weeks. Right, and that's what I thought about uh, this past Sunday. That's I said, right. hey, we, I said, we, man, we, if man. I didn't just, I mean, you think don't think highly. I just dislike. 
the Green Bay Packers. So well, you can't let the emotion drive the wager. Yeah, I remember right? that. I remember that. That's really important. You never want to be like betting on it. Like I try to avoid betting on a Buccaneers game because I know that there's a side I want to win. You know what right, I mean? Right. I try. So for mm-hmm. whatever that is, you know. But again, I bet on the Nuggets all the time because <laughs> the Nuggets at home are great in the second half. And lately, and, lately that's not a bad bet. That's no, a good I don't bet. know. Even when they were bad, like against the spreads, the equalizer, against the spread, he finds spots to win. And the Nuggets in the second half tend to run away with the games because of mm-hmm. the altitude. The mm-hmm. away team isn't used to it. And at and even on the road, we have good second halves because we train at altitude. So Correct. the long the lung capacity for our Nuggets players is much much is superior to their opponents. Mm-hmm. But that's besides I think that that 49ers defense really showed out last week and really mm-hmm. enjoyed doing it. Mm-hmm. They got that taste of like, oh, wait, w- wait, we're the star? Okay. Right. It reminded me, and now they weren't as good as, but mm-hmm. it reminded me of that Ray Lewis defense in Baltimore all those mm-hmm. years ago. Yeah. It reminded me of that John Lynch Warren Sapp defense in Tampa Bay all those years ago. Mm-hmm. That was just one game, right? But sometimes when a defense gets hot, they can get on a roll in the playoffs, mm-hmm. right? It hurts more to get tackled in cold weather, right? Mm-hmm. And now, granted, it's California, but they're not playing the game in Green Bay. But mm-hmm. still, these guys have been playing football for three months. They're already sore, right? right? And so you get hit a few times in the later in the playoffs, and it starts fucking really hurting more, you know what I mean? So you're getting bruises on top of bruises, you know? It's true. So it's true. I like I like the 49ers defense to be able to contain the the Green Bay offense. I mean, I mm-hmm. think the Green Bay offense is good, but I think that I think that the 49ers defense is superior. Now the flip side is can the Green Bay defense handle the 49ers offense? They had a pretty good weekend last weekend. Some weekends they've been really good against the run, and I feel and the short game, and I feel like that's one of the strengths of the 49ers offense. The problem is, can they slow down George Kittle? <laughs> really? Kittle, right? That's what it comes down right. to. Can they because that dude I, he doesn't, you know, he kind of seems like when he's on the field, mm-hmm. he he seems to feel like nobody can tackle him. He reminds me of Gronk at his best, Gronk, yeah, but at his best when he was just these guys can't tackle me. I'll carry three of them twenty yards, you know, until I get in the end zone. And I feel like George Kittle is doing the same thing, man. We had we had a discussion about that today about the um, who's the best tight end in the game right now, and you know I said Kittle, and that was a pretty easy, you know. Throw out, but, yeah. You know, some people say, "Well, what about Healy?" So you Universal over at uh, Kelsey. No, well, we're, Kel- we're, no Hill in um, in um, New, New Orleans. Uh, 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 Taysom Hill is in a tight end. Doesn't he play like? No, he plays multiple? like. Technically, he's their third string quarterback. He plays a slot. He plays in the slot position. Yeah. He plays some other positions, and he he'll play as like a running back. But he's their third-string quarterback, and he might be a starting quarterback next year. <laughs> well, when, he line, when he lines up, what is what is? It's when, usually as a slot receiver, slot like the receiver. Edelman, like okay. the Edelman spot, or like what, what Wes Welker used to do yeah. here, right? Um, they do have, you know, who they do have in New Orleans is that Jordan Reed, Jordan Reed, who yeah, used right, to be, right, who right. used to be with the Washington Racial right. Slurs. Mm-hmm. Um, he's really good. Unfortunately, 
a, a long history of concussions yeah, mm-hmm. and, it's, and other injuries, but mainly the concussions seem to keep him out part of every year. Right. Or else he would be in that conversation for sure. Right. Travis Kelsey is phenomenal. Oh. Yeah, he's phenomenal. Oh, yeah. But George Kittle has this attitude that he just can't be stopped, man. Oh, yeah. He's like too young to realize he should just go down. Like yeah. he looks for the, the contact, you know. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. He's oh, yeah. a beast, man. And we both remember when they ripped, he ripped, what was that, 200 yards? Last year here, right? On, the end of the last Broncos. year. I'm like, holy. But I mean, and that was without Garoppolo. Yeah. That was with, I forget who yeah, it was, yeah, but yeah. it was with one of the backups they had running last year. 200 yards. I think that the two tight ends actually make the difference in this weekend's games. And I think those are the two teams that. Mm-hmm. That that handled their business. Right. I think that's our Super Bowl is the 49ers and the Chiefs. 49ers and, that, and Chiefs. And I think that's a fun Super Bowl because you could have Joe Montana out there just as the face of the whole game. You know what right. I mean? Like you right. played for both of them. Right. You know, you went to the playoffs with both of them. He did. He did. That'd there be cool. Go. That's a storyline for that. But, yeah. But let's just say, let's just say. The most unlikely would be Green Bay and Tennessee, obviously. Well, if you had to pick an upset, I'm not talking about the spread. I'm mm-hmm. talking about winning the game. Yeah. Right? If you had to pick one of those two teams to win the game, mm-hmm. who who do you like more, the Packers or the Titans? To actually win the to game? To win their game this weekend. I might say Tennessee. I know the intangible of uh, Aaron Rodgers, but... That is, that that's already been proven this year because the 49ers beat Green Bay. That's a solid point. Yeah. And the the Titans are got got the momentum. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they've you know, just up, but they've I, just upset two good teams in a row, two, man. And they're they're too dumb, too young to be dumb. To, I don't know what the, how you say that, but yeah. they don't know that they're not supposed to win. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like they if there were if there were still um, uh, what, what kind of survivor leagues going on right now, yeah. And if someone hadn't picked um, Baltimore and someone hadn't picked, um, uh, I don't think they go into the playoffs. But I see what you're saying. I see where you're going. With yeah, you're right. They don't go that. Long. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, if if you were able to make good picks all throughout the year and you saved your best two for the last, mm-hmm. you know, right before the AFC and NFC championships, and that was the, you know, that league would be shredded right now because, you know. Titans keep knocking people out. That's right. So then maybe the move is for us to, instead of picking the Chiefs, to pick the 49ers. Because we're, we think that the Titans have a better chance of showing out this weekend than the Packers do. True. Got to ask this question, though. There's all kind of data. All kinds of reasons. Yeah. All kind of reasoning to say, well, if we don't pick Kansas City, we'll pick the 49ers, right? We're data supported. But what do you use? Like... I don't want to give out my fucking... Well, okay. Well, I, I, I'm just saying... I'll tell you my favorite stat. Okay? Okay. Yards, specifically yards after contact, I like. <laughs> right? Like, which oh, team yeah. has the best, like, breaks, tackles, and mm-hmm. keeps going? Like, I like yards after contact. Mm-hmm. But 
in general, because every team, every time you're comparing two teams, they've played different teams in the past. Mm-hmm. I like to look at the the difference between total yards gained and total yards allowed, mm-hmm. and then for both teams, and which team has the better of the two. Mm-hmm. Right, I haven't sat down and done it for this weekend, but that's my favorite. Those are my favorite stats to look at: is is yards gained, specifically yards after catch. Like I should somehow factor that into it and make my own little formula. Yeah. But um, those are those are the things I look at, you know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't. I like I said, I haven't sat down and done it for either of these games. Right. Right. But I don't feel like I need to do that much thinking on either of these games because I'm. You know, I mean, I I know how good the Chiefs are, right? right? I know how good Andy Reid is as a coach, and I know he doesn't mm-hmm. he doesn't always win the Super Bowl or win in the playoffs, but he's consistently going deep in the playoffs. You know, he did it with Philly and he did it with Kansas City. Like he's he's due a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's going to be this one, but he might be in the game. He might right. be in the Super Bowl this year. Right, right. I like the Chiefs, and I just think that 49ers. I, that defense is a beast, just beastly. And I just don't think the Packers can hang. So without even looking at those stats, I got you. I got those, you. I, I already know who I like in those two games. You like the 49ers and you like Kansas City. Very public bets. I get it. Yeah. I understand that's what everybody's <laughs> in a bet. I, I understand you. that Vegas doesn't build those casinos by giving away my handing out money. I, like, got I you. understand that. Uh-huh. But I just, I, I there are two. Those two teams are much better at football than the other two teams, mm-hmm. in my in my viewpoint. Uh, I just I like them both. If I was on the playground, and if I saw, okay, two fights about to break out, I'm not promoting fighting at the playground. Yeah, but if I did, and if I saw somebody that got hit in the back of the head, and they were pissed. They were pissed. They were just upset. That's the Titans. And then, yeah, that would be the Titans, right? <laughs> and I'd be like, ooh, I'm staying away from that right there. Because that guy, even though that guy's twice the size, you know what? He's a, he's mad, all right? Yeah. So maybe we then, should play the 49 Then I'd see this other guy who's, you know, I was like, man, do you know, this, this kid, he's got his black belt. <laughs> He's also got a completely white, you know, uh, uh, his full white karate suit on and everything. No, no old blood stains. No, no, no blood stains. No he's nothing. Pretty. He's pretty out there. And I say to myself, hmm, now which one am I going to go against? You know. And my thing is, is okay. We agree that going against Kansas City might be a certain type of insanity. Going against uh, San Francisco. Might be somewhat of a insanity as well, we even only though pick one of the two though. Hmm? We only got to pick one. That's of the true. Two. That's true. But you got to also think about out of both of these teams, there's only one quarterback that's won a uh, a Super Bowl. So you want to pick Green Bay? That's what got me in trouble before because I said that the uh, Patriots had experience. Yeah. 
And that, that experience that went right down the toilet. Because when you're a football player, you get old. You that know what I mean? That is like, true. That is true. The savvy vet is, yes, savvy, but also a little slower than he used to be. That is true. No, I'm, I'm talking about staying away from the Kansas City and going over to uh, San Francisco. I'm being devil's advocate. I'm I that think, little parrot on your shoulder. I think you're absolutely right. I think that we should bet on the 49ers. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's call it a wrap. It's a wrap. At Bet Your Ash on Instagram and Twitter. Holler at us. Tell us if we're right or wrong. Um, next week, I'll know then how to. I get. I, I, maybe you could search for us on mm-hmm. Facebook. I don't. You know, I don't know how to direct it to it. But I bet you could search for us on Facebook. Um, we got we got cool guests coming. We got other. We got new stuff. We're gonna start doing coming. Mm-hmm. We got all kinds of stuff. What do you think of the one off? I am loving this cigar. Yeah. Uh, this is a good cigar. You know, Double Corona is not necessarily one of my better sizes. No, you um, like a bigger cigar. Yeah, I've converted from a 60-gauge smoker down to a Toro slash Robusto smoker. Right. But I'm telling you, I'm I'm past the ban on this cigar, and I plan on, yeah. you know. there's It's, it's, it's chill and relaxed, but mm-hmm. it's tasty. Right, yeah. like there's there's flavor to it. It's, mm-hmm. There's nothing boring about it. Right. Sometimes when you're getting a a bigger cigar, you don't always get to taste everything too. So maybe, like maybe the one off in a bigger size has a different it, it, oh, hits our palate differently or something like that. But I think mm-hmm. this was a pretty cool selection. Mm-hmm. I should have also got a box of them next time I go to Reno. I'm gonna also get a box of the Maduro. I bet you would like that. Yeah. Um, or maybe one of the bigger sizes or something like that. Mm-hmm. I want to try more of the eight offerings. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that Lucion has done a really good job with the one off. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to keep watching it kind of, uh, grow in popularity and, Absolutely. you know, get available in more places and stuff like that. Absolutely. But I think this is, I think it's a great cigar. Um, anything we're forgetting? Nope. Just our Twitter and Facebook handle. Um, yep. Set it. Bet your Ash Pod. Uh, we're not sure about the Facebook one yet. Okay. Instagram, though. Yeah. And uh, on that note, I got some mail coming. You're, I, I, I got surprises for you. I got mail. We, next week, I, we're going to have some surprises. Okay. All right. You have mail. And I have more cigars to bring for us to smoke next you week, do, too. Yeah. I, got, awesome. I got two more weeks worth of cigars for us to smoke. Awesome. So um, thank you. Thank you. Thank all of our listeners. And, uh, and uh, we're out here. I feel like we're forgetting something. I'm I'm pretty sure that's it. All right. Peace. Aloha, mamá. ¿Dónde andas? (ríe) Seguro de compras. Tengo mucho que contarte. Hawái es increíble. He estado de un lado a otro con mi unidad. Todos son súper talentosos. Ya reparamos otro helicóptero Black Hawk y oficialmente formamos nuestro equipo de fútbol. Para la próxima, te cuento cómo voy con el surf y me cuentas qué te pareció el podcast que te compartí. Okay. Te quiero mucho. Be all you can be. Visitando goarmy.com diagonal español.